This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex questions every Monday. Now, have you ever had a Forex question on your mind you've always wanted to know, and uh, you can't really find a good answer online because there are not many? You can ask me. You go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp. You fill out the form, and then I answer your question. I get back to you within 48 hours, typically. And your question may make an episode of the show. One of the things that I really don't like to do and I try to avoid is targeting specific people or specific websites. Uh, You hear me a lot of times saying, in a very general sense, that the advice you get on websites and on YouTube channels and on Twitter feeds as it relates to Forex is at best useless and at worst completely destructive to you. It puts you in that 99% that we talk about and it keeps you there. And this podcast and the YouTube channel was created in response to that. Uh, But every once in a while, I need to give people an actual example of what I'm talking about. And if I am going to call somebody out, it's not going to be an actual person. It's typically going to be a large company or a big website that's been around a while and that could probably give a shit less what I have to say about anything. I follow Oanda and Forex.com on Twitter. And every once in a while, if they say something that is just flat out incorrect, which does happen sometimes, even with big brokerage sites like that. Or if they say something that's just completely backwards and useless, uh, every once in a while I'll I'll retweet it and I'll have something to say about that. Um, But in this case, uh, when it comes to the question for episode 11, on the blog, because I don't think I'm going to have the time to do it here because I always want to keep these right around 15 minutes and I'll get off on a total rant and off on a tangent if I talk about this for too long. Um, But On the blog for this week's episode, and there's always a blog for every episode, I mention the place where I learned how to trade Forex and the place I mentioned in episode two. And I took an article from their website when it came to this question, and I showed you just what kind of useless, backwards Forex information is out there, even on good, reputable sites, even from a company that I like, the company that actually taught me how to trade. But I think it's really important that you understand the difference between your common everyday advice from your common everyday channels that are already out there in regards to Forex and what I'm putting out. Because the difference is very, very clear. The path that I am going down in regards to the advice that I'm giving you is going one way. And the path that everybody else is on is going the complete opposite direction. That path leads to the 99%. My path has already led to people going from negative to positive in their accounts. How do I know this? Because people will actually email me. They'll go to Ask VP, and instead of asking me a question, they just say, hey, I just want to say that everything has completely turned around already with the videos that you've put out and already with the podcast episodes that you've put out. Sometimes all it took was one, and that's very self-affirming. Uh, that's, it's motivating. It, you know, it's the reason I do what I do. But I also think it's important to illustrate the difference between their advice and my advice. And I do that on the blog this week. So after this podcast is over, if you want to go check that out, I will link it below. But let's go ahead and get into the question now. Uh, Episode 11's question is from Renee from Miami, Florida. Florida already has three representations on the Forex Q&A podcast. The rest of you, catch up. So Renee asks, what makes a good trading journal? 
This is a great question, and I think a very appropriate question for where we are right now in the podcast. That's why I chose to answer this one this week. And my question to you is, do you journal? And if the answer is no, why don't you? It's not a lot of work. It's actually very little work for the outcome it produces. If I were to take two equal traders with equal intelligence and gave them access to the exact same information, but one of them journaled and the other one didn't, the one with the journal would be way ahead of the other, provided that they knew how to do it and did it right. So if you don't journal, you need to ask yourself, how fast do I want to get there? What do I want my progress to look like? There's one way to get there a lot faster, and that is to keep a journal, use it, and learn from it. And they're very easy to put together. So for starters, you need a spreadsheet. Uh, You can go to Microsoft Excel, or if you don't have Excel, go to Google Sheets. I love Google Sheets. I have a ton of them. And you only need five columns. Now, when I answered Renee's question, Renee, if you're out there, I apologize. I answered the question a bit too hasty. I think I got a lot of emails that day. His was the last one, and I just kind of gave the answer that I would have given five years ago. Um, But my thought process on this has changed a lot. I'm a completely different trader than I was five years ago. So what I did is kind of put together a a 2.0 version of what a modern-day Forex trading journal should look like. And now I'm going to share that with you. But first, I have a question for you. What is the purpose of a Forex trading journal? What is the one purpose it serves? Can anyone tell me? I see nobody's hand raised because I am in a room by myself. The reason you keep a Forex trading journal is to locate mistakes in your trading and find ways to eliminate them. You, You can't eliminate them if you don't know what they are. But once you start finding them and getting rid of them, it just makes you that much stronger. I can't remember who said it, but they said, uh, and and this is not accurate at all, but it's probably close. For every mistake in your trading that you eliminate, you add 1% ROI to your account. I'd say depending on the mistake, that's pretty accurate. Think about it. And that number might actually be low. So before I mention the five things you need in your journal, the five columns I want you to have, let's talk about what we already know, all right? So episode three, we trade the daily chart because it is the best chart to trade for money and time purposes. So we don't need a column that says what time frame we're trading now, do we? We can eliminate that. I have also just this week sent out the risk video that gives you an entire structure on how to enter a trade and how to calculate your risk. So you don't have to plug any of those numbers in either because percentage-wise, those numbers are going to be very constant. You don't have to track that. So that's another one or two columns you can eliminate right there also. And by eliminating these columns, we're making everything easier and easier. You also don't have to put in where you entered and where you exited. This was a pain in the ass for me back when I was journaling. But I'm going to show you a way where you can actually eliminate that. You don't need it anymore. So by getting rid of a lot of things you don't need, journaling can actually be a very fun and fruitful experience. So let's go ahead and talk about the columns that you do need. So get your Google Sheets or your Microsoft Excel and make five columns. In column number one, you put down the currency pair. And you don't do this so you can look back and find out which currency pairs you're good at and which ones you're not. That's not really a thing. If you remember episode four, we talked about that. If the dollar-yen is really moving your way right now, it's only a matter of time before it stops doing that. This is not why we make a column for currency pairs. We just do this simply for reference, all right? Column number two, I want you to put down if you went long or short. 
Again, just to make the whole reference end of this easier. Now, column number three, I want you to put the amount of pips you have gained or lost in the trade. Now, don't do this in terms of dollar amounts. Do it in terms of actual pips. And remember, too, if you're like me and you take half of your trade off the table at a certain point, you're going to have to make an average out of this. So the net pips you have gained or lost is what goes in column three. Column number four is where I think your journal is going to differ from most people's, but in a very good way. In column number four, I want you to provide a link to a screenshot of the trade you made. So go to a place like Imager and sign up so you can actually have a screenshot with a link. And you put that link in column number four and you can always have reference to it. Now on that screenshot, I want you to draw a line where you entered and where you exited. This is important because you can then see from a nice zoomed out perspective how that trade actually went about. And did you take profit at the right time? Did you put your stop loss in a good place? Was it good that you put it there? Was it good that you took profit when you did? Uh, Was it a bad idea? You know, these things you have to know. And the best way to do that is not to sit there and put in your entry and your exit and try to figure it out that way. The much, much easier way is to go to your chart and put those lines in and then take a screenshot of it and then always have the link to that screenshot right there. And then in column number five, that is your comments section. And what I want you to do here is if the trade went off without a hitch and you took a nice gain and you're happy with it, you don't have to put a comment down. That should be expected over time. That's not a mistake we're trying to correct. And by the same token, if it's a loss and it's just a loss because you you followed your system the way you were supposed to and price just didn't go your way, well, that doesn't really need a comment either. That's just you following your system. There's going to be losses. The comment section is to point out a mistake you actually made. Did you let emotions get in the way of letting your trade run farther? Was there more money to be made, but you didn't get it because you shut down the trade too early? Did you take a loss because you traded right into a big news event and the news didn't go your way? Did you ignore one of your indicators? Did you make the mistake of going back to your old ways and seeing a resistance line coming up and take your trade off too early because you were afraid of the resistance line? Any of these mistakes you may have made That is what the comments section is for. The comments section is the single most important part of your trading journal because it is the one piece of information that you are going to need to go back and reference. For this reason, you want to make sure that you never make that mistake again. If you find yourself putting that same mistake in the comments section on a later trade, you need to really stop and evaluate what you're doing. Because you are now making the same mistake over and over. And now we have a real problem. It doesn't matter what or how much you learn from me. If you're making the same mistakes over and over again, your account's never going to get there. You are officially getting in your own way. And a good trading journal will not only expose that, but will help you eliminate those mistakes over time. And if you can put together a system that has great trade entries, tight money management, and you're not making stupid mistakes, the places you can go. But like I said in the elimination video, which if you have not seen that, I will link that below as well. But the only way to go forward is to first eliminate the things that are holding you back. If you don't do this, it's virtually impossible. Now, 
putting in the work to expose your own mistakes and then actually do something about that, this isn't the fun part. I get that. But it's the absolutely critical part. And it must be done. You know, down the road, you're going to put your system together. You're going to have your money management in place. And you're going to sit there and wonder why you're not winning. And this will be the reason why. Because you never took the time to journal everything out and find out where you keep going wrong. Like I said, I'm really glad this question came up. Things like this are what separates the contenders from the pretenders. So many people learn Forex for the first time and learn how to read a chart and think they can just go into the most heavily traded market on earth and start taking money out of it consistently without putting in the work required to do so. It is dumb and downright arrogant of traders to think they can just go about it this way. You need to put in the work. And this is part of the work you need to put in. But, lucky for you, I have made this work easier and more effective than it would have been had you had followed somebody else's advice on how to journal. I'll say it again, guys. This is uniquely effective information that does not exist anywhere else. I challenge anyone to look, but you're not going to find it. Now, if you agree and you want to give me a little bit of love back, go to iTunes. Even if you don't listen to this podcast on iTunes and you have access to iTunes, Go to the podcast and give me a five-star review. They do mean a lot. Because the podcast is still very new and I don't have a whole lot of reviews, uh, I am still on iTunes behind many Forex trading podcasts that haven't had a new episode since 2015, 2013, and they weren't even good. I'm a very competitive dude, and I am behind them, and I don't like that. So help your boy out and get me ahead of those podcasts. And things like that will keep motivating me to keep making awesome, free content for you for as long as I can. Now, on Spotify, we're still number one. So, hey, Spotify Nation, you just keep being you. Uh, But iTunes, I could use the help. Uh, Now, also, we are now on Android and on Google Podcasts. So if you prefer to get your podcast there, you can do that now. I provide links to all the top places you can download this podcast down in the show notes. You can just go there if you want. But in the end, what really motivates me the most is when people like you consume content like this, put in the work, and in a very short amount of time, see their trading completely change from negative to positive. And then the only question left remaining is, how much more positive is it going to go? Success in this market is limitless if you do it right. And I want to help get you there, but you got to get yourself there too. So make sure you're subscribed to this podcast, never miss an episode. Go to No Nonsense Forex on the YouTubes and subscribe there, never miss a video. And check out the blog too. Uh, I got always got extra information on the blog that I don't put in the podcast because it just doesn't fit. And all of that will be in the show notes. So you keep putting in the work. Keep putting that system together. Let's attack the markets this week. Let's go get it.